And we're going to learn the second mimer of Zachas Yom Shabbos today, which begins on Dafayim. So the Pasuk says in Nasser Sadibras, Zachas Yom Shabbos Akadshay, remember the day of Shabbos to sanctify it. That's what it says in the first Nasser Sadibras in Yisrael. But in the, in the repeat of this, the Aseris Adibris, as it is recorded in Veschanan, it says, to God, instead of remember Shabbos, God Shabbos. And Chazal say that Hashem said both Zohar and Shamar at one time, which, which normally a person can't say two words at the same time, and a person can't hear two words at the same time. But here Hashem said Zohar and Shamar at the same time, and it was uh, heard by uh, the people. So what was the point of saying both words at the same time, especially uh, since uh, people can't uh, normally hear um, two words at the same time? So why did Hashem bother to say them both at the same time and then have to arrange a special miracle that we should be able to hear both words? So there must be some sort of purpose to this and, and a benefit of this. So to understand this, let's first uh, consider Matan Teira and, it's, uh, it, it, and the people who are present at Matan Teira. The Pasuk says in says, I'm not just making the covenant with you, rather I'm making the covenant with those who are here today and those who aren't here today. And this is explained to mean that the covenant of Matan Teira applies both to, uh, there's the later covenant in Arasmoev, but uh, the covenant of Matan Torah applies uh, to those who were alive in that time, the Durham Midbar, as well as the future generations, and all of them were present at, at Matan Torah, some of them with their body and some of them only with their soul. Now, what was the purpose of having all future generations present in Matan Torah if it's only their neshama? After all, the neshama definitely wants to keep the mitzvahs. The only question is about the body. So what does it help if the neshama affirms that it wants to keep the mitzvahs? This would be, uh, this would be like saying yes when the more important party is not present. Another question. Uh, the second of the Aseris Adibris is Don't have other gods um, besides, uh, for me, um, besides for Hashem. So we need to understand what does it mean, in other words, which simply and literally means don't have other gods in front of me. Um, there's no other gods at all. So we need to understand what, what uh, this means. And Rashi gives his interpretations, but we'll give a... We'll explain this according to Hasidus. There's okay, so uh, now to explain this through first understanding what is Matan Torah about altogether, because the Torah wasn't all taught at Matan Torah. There were only certain commandments as there's Zebras that were taught at Matan Torah, and then uh, Moshe continued teaching the Torah throughout the whole forty years, bit by bit. So, uh, so what makes Matan Torah special? Uh, but the idea is that Matan Torah is where the uh, Jewish people to uh, bring down Hashem's unlimited light, Er and Seif, through our Torah, 
and mitzvahs. And therefore, all neshamas had to be there because even the neshamas who, who weren't yet born had to be given this ability, this strength to, uh, to uh, bring down Hashem's light. Now, uh, a, a soul, every soul is uh, created. And as a nivrod, as a creation, it has it's nothing compared to the Creator, compared to Hashem. Uh, like we, like it, it says that a nisk of that Hashem's name is uh, is uh, above and alone, and only only Hashem's glory is, is over the earth and heaven. So Hashem is totally beyond creation, and only a ray of a ray of Hashem uh, uh, energizes creation. Or like it says that Kadoshim Bakhoyim Yalukasela that the holy ones, the Nishamas, uh the, they praise Hashem every day, Sela constantly, forever. So that the fact that we're praising Hashem forever is because there's infinite levels, which means Hashem is infinitely beyond, uh, beyond us and beyond worlds. So then how can uh, uh, Hashem's Aren uh, so if Hashem's unlimited light uh, be manifest and be one uh, upon us and be one with us through Torah, Hashem is so far beyond us. If someone else who is not part of this uh, covenant uh, does a mitzvah, so then it doesn't uh, bring this great revelation of Hashem down. So why just because uh, the, uh, the um, Jewish people were at Sinai, uh, uh, so why should they uh, receive this kayak, this ability? The explanation is that in order to have something totally new, a massive change, you need to have iron in between. Yes, iron, yes. Something, nothing, something. Like, for example, if a, you want a seed to grow into a tree, first the seed has to dissolve and become nothing, and then a tree can come out. So in a similar way, when the, the, in order for the Jewish people to uh, gain this ability to bring down Hashem's unlimited light through the Torah and mitzvahs, it had to be uh, a, a deep sense of bitter, of nullification uh, that the Yidden that had to have, that they, they became like nothing. And this was uh, at Matan Torah, the giving of the Torah, where they were trembling from the, the uh, experience of this uh, closest Hashem. And that trembling and that self-nullification allowed for them afterwards to be this conduit and to bring down Hashem's unlimited light. And that's also the meaning of uh, the what Moshe uh, told the Jewish people that Levavur that Hashem has come to test you. But Nasis, besides meaning to test, also means to lift you. That Hashem came to lift us that uh, through our uh, bitter, through our self-nullification and the, from being at this awesome experience, the trembling and the, the, the fear, uh, so this allowed us afterwards to, to bring down Hashem's unlimited light. Next paragraph from top of Ayanav. Now, the Malachim also wanted the Torah and they, they pleaded, place your glory on the heavens, but they weren't given the Torah. Because Malachim, angels, come from Hashem's speech. And speech is, uh, uh, Hashem's speech represents the revealed worlds down here. Uh, just like speech is more external uh, to thought. Thought is the inner garment, while speech is the uh, middle garment. Then action is the, uh, the outer garment. 
And so uh, the speech is therefore separate from the inner person, where and that's the source of malachim, like it says, uh, whereas uh, Am Yisrael come from Machshava, comes from come from Hashem's thought, like it says, Yisrael al Machshava. And the Machshava thought is a representative of Alma Discassia of the hidden world. And the difference between thought and speech is the number one, thought is constant, speech is not. Number two, thought you can't have the nefesh without a thought. It can't be empty of thought. You can swap this thought for that thought, but it's all it's uh, um yes, it's it's, it's always um it's always thinking, and that, and that sorry, that constancy uh, constancy shows that thought is more one with the soul, whereas speech is not one with the soul. Uh, so uh, they both have uh, OCAs, they both have letters. There's the letters of thought and the letters of speech, and the word OCS, like we said in the past, Maimur, comes from the word also, which means to bring, because the OCS bring the what's going on inside to be revealed outside. And like uh, it says in Pasach Eliyahu, that, that uh, the OCS the, are called Levushim, the, the words are called garments, like it says, the garments were uh, set up so that from them the shamas will fly to to uh, the people. So, so the source of the uh, souls come from uh, Osiris, come from uh, letters, and uh, the the Amisra in particular, like they, they come from the inner garment and the letters of thought which is one with the soul, uh, more than uh, and unlike the letters of speech. And this is the meaning of Iyavah Garmoi Echad, that he and uh, the uh, Hashem and the Garmoi is the Kalim that come from Hashem, the uh, containers are one and, and letters are containers because the light of the, the the light represents the content of the idea, and the keli, the vessel that holds that light, it represents the um, the exact words you use to express the idea. So that's not the content. The content exists for itself. Then you just use words as the kalim to hold the content. Next paragraph of Viadava. So the full statement about Iva Gamechad is Iovachayechad. Hashem and his his highest his light the life force from Hashem is one and Irakamechad Hashem and the Kalim are one. So the Chayoi, the highest, the vitality, that is Chachma, um, like the Pasik says, Vachma Tachai, that Chachma wisdom enlivens. So Hashem himself is uh, far beyond and completely removed from Chachma. Uh, but uh, when Hashem enclothes his light in Chochmah, so then, uh, although Hashem is really uh, far beyond, but the Chochmah is one with Hashem. Uh, because Hashem and his Chochmah are one, then Hashem and his Kalim are one. That refers to the letters of thought uh, when Hashem's light uh, shines in them. 
Uh, so, uh, so unlike our thought, which our, our thought uh, is uh, separate from, from us, there's the person himself and then his thought, whereas with Hashem, his uh, thought is, it, there's, nothing, there's nothing outside of Hashem, the thought is part of Hashem. Like it says, that the whole thinking process is one with Hashem, the idea and the, the knower and knowledge, it's all one. On the other hand, the angels, they come from Hashem's speech, and speech, as we said, is not one with the inner soul, and therefore, uh, similarly, the angels don't have that same oneness with Hashem, and therefore the Torah wasn't given to them. Next paragraph. Now, although we've already explained that the, the Torah is given specifically to souls, not to angels, but Hashem didn't give the Torah to souls by themselves. Instead, they had to be souls inside bodies. The reason is because through the neshama, through the soul being enclosed in a body, it elevates even higher uh, to an even greater degree of uh, oneness. And we see this in the unity between the soul and the body, that when the body uh, is wounded, then the soul feels it. And uh, this is uh, this is a very great unity. It's even more than machshava, more than thought, because with yes, with thought, a, a person can't just have no thought at every moment. Something is going through his mind, but he can still swap the thoughts very easily. Whereas uh, with the neshama and the guf, the so body and soul, they're, they're together and they're fused together and, and then they don't uh, swap. They stay together for a long time throughout the person's whole life. And therefore, it represents a deeper level of unity. Oneness is a quality only of the neshamas. Next paragraph, Vainyan. So now our animal soul is taken from the Chayis uh, HaKadosh, the, uh, they're a type of Malach, uh, uh, which is, is called the Chayis uh, HaKadosh, the uh, Holy Chayis. Now Chayis normally is animals, and in the Merkava, in fact, in the, in the vision of Yecheskel, there was a Merkava, a chariot, and uh, the, uh, there was a face of a lion on one side and face of an ox on another side. So these uh, chayos, uh, these animals, spiritual animals, they uh, carry uh, and they're lifted with the throne. Uh, so because in the vision there was a, ki a kisse, a throne, and then there was Adam Kisse, a person on the uh, the image of a person on, on the throne. Of course, all of this is uh, spiritual, uh, for uh, spiritual ideas, not physical animals and physical people. Uh, so the the idea of a chariot is that it goes wherever it is pulled. And it's like a horse that follows wherever the rider pulls it. And uh, so the Avais are called a Merkava, they're called a chariot because they're totally bottle, they're totally nullified before Hashem. And, ju and just as the horse carries the rider where he wants to go, similarly, the the, the chayes, the uh, spiritual animals in the vision of Yecheskel, carry the throne. And that, 
the uh, Chayos, uh, they just, uh, they, uh, ca- they carry it uh, from its, uh, uh, from its uh, place to a high spiritual place, just like the horse that takes the rider further than what he could go by himself. So the uh, it says about it says in this uh, vision that Adam that on the image of the the uh, throne was the image was a, a form like the image of a person. It says like a uh, person um, because we, what we're comparing here is say to Hishalshlos the order of worlds from the highest to the lowest that they're like a person in the sense. That the person has his right arm, his left arm, and then his torso. Uh, so he has the right, left, and middle, and that's similar to Shalshlus, which has the different spheres on the uh, the right, left, and uh, center, and they're all in an organized system like the person. And just uh, uh, and just as the horse takes the rider to where it can't go, similarly the highest take the Adam. Uh, the which is like a organized uh, light from Hashem to the level of Kiloy Adam. There's a passage which says about Hashem that that Hashem doesn't change his mind. Kiloy Adam was not like a person who changes his mind. So this level of Loy Adam, not a person, is higher than the level of Adam, and that's where and the highest take the uh, kisse from the level of Adam to the level of layadam beyond limits and beyond uh, being compared to a person that has the organized lines of right, left, and center. So within Hishtar within the chain of worlds, you've got, they're all created from Hashem's speech and they all are energized in a way of mamale, which is a limited life force according to what they can take. Uh, whereas uh, the light of Sevev, uh, of uh, that uh, the light of Hashem which surrounds all worlds, so that is beyond beyond uh, Adam, and uh, at the level of Sevev, uh, all the worlds are equal, and uh, at that le- at the level of Sevev, everything compared to Hashem is like nothing, even and even the highest world Atzilus is like a drop in compared to the ocean. And only through uh, mighty uh, concealment and contractions uh, could could there uh, could there uh, then be uh, the worlds with significance uh, for each each world uh, and and all the different spheres. But uh, but that uh, that limits lay Adam and allows for Adam allows for an organized system. So the angels called Chayes. They bring from Hashem's light of Sovev, Hashem's light beyond worlds, into Mamali, into worlds. And this is similar to the Avos, to our forefathers, Avram, Yitzhak, Yaakov, that they also do this. Uh, they bring uh, uh, from uh, Hashem as he's beyond worlds, or uh, in Sov, uh, into the spheres and into, into limited worlds that, and this happens through Messiris um, Nefesh, through uh, total devotion, giving ourselves uh, and always giving themselves up with a yearning to be included and become one with Hashem. And not only the others, but similarly us, their descendants, the uh, the Jewish people, Am Yisrael, 
that uh, that uh, we too, through our mitzvahs, uh, we uh, we connect the beyond hishashlus, the the beyond uh, the limits of worlds, to to the to our world. And some mitzvahs are more focused on halal, on elevating us to Hashem and uh, elevating us to Hashem's light as it is beyond worlds. And other mitzvahs are more related to hamshacha, bringing down Hashem's light into the world to make physical things holy, like to make tefillin or tzitzis into, uh, uh, you know, items of uh, kedusha of holiness. And uh, through th- and uh, similarly to elevate and become one with Hashem with our own self. Now there are three general pillars within mitzvahs. There's Torah, Aveda. Aveda includes davening and, kar- and uh, the original is karbonus, and then gemilas chasadim, acts of kindness. So the kindness is on the right. Aveda, davening and elevating up to Hashem and Karbanas, that's on the left. Because the left is about going up to Hashem, whereas the right is about bringing Hashem down into this world. And then Torah is the center, which includes from both the right and the left. So the, the Jewish people have this opportunity to connect Torah as it is uh, uh, within worlds too, are in safe, Hashem's unlimited light as it is beyond worlds. And uh, this uh, happens through Mountain Torah, where we were given the ability to connect Hashem as he is beyond worlds with worlds. And that's why Mountain Torah begins with the statement on Noichi Hashem says, I am Hashem your God, which is about connecting the Anoichi. I, which is Hashem's essence, with Elikecha, with uh, Elikim, Hashem as he is within worlds and within nature. And uh, this uh, ability of the of the person is because his neshama comes from the chayos, comes from these spiritual animals, uh, which uh, hold the throne. And just as they connect Adam with lay Adam, with beyond Adam, so similarly our mitzvahs connect uh, us within this physical world with our insight. Next paragraph, Kihine. Because we know that a Batshuva is greater than a Tzadik and therefore specifically through being in this world and then returning to Hashem from afar, that's how, uh, that's how we connect in the deepest way. And like the Zaya says that about uh, Shuvah special to Moshkin Le'Bechei he pulls with more strength. That, that is, uh, the Bathsheba has more yearning, more passion for Hashem. And when he uh, realizes that Hashem is ain't literally ain't safe, Hashem is unlimited, and all pleasures of uh, the world are nothing compared to Hashem, so therefore he drops all other pleasures, he drops everything else, and just wants to become one with Hashem. And love Hashem with all, like like we say in Shema, to love Hashem with all your heart and all your soul, like the pasuk says in Tehillim that uh, that I don't want what is with you with Hashem. I want Hashem Himself. I 
and Sadiq can also realize that Hashem is the, the real thing and, and what he wants to, all he wants to connect to and all his pleasures are nothing. But with the Bakshuva, because it's coming from afar and, it, and it's coming uh, from out of the darkness, therefore it's more powerful. And similarly, uh, when because the Nisham is in a goof, therefore his drive to Hashem uh, will be more powerful. And uh, this is all uh, possible from uh, and uh, because of Matan Torah, uh, the giving of the Torah that, that, that allows us to uh, connect to Hashem as He is beyond worlds. Or in Saif, when we uh, are devoted to Hashem with mysterious nefesh, with self sacrifice. But without this, a uh, gift at Matan Torah, even if we would have mysterious nefesh, it wouldn't accomplish anything, it wouldn't connect to Hashem Himself. But now, uh, but now, now that we are able to connect uh, Adam, which is uh, with, which represents Hishalshalos, the regular chain of worlds, with Loy Adam, with the beyond Adam, which is beyond Hishalshalos, at the level where it says Intadaktamatitamle that whatever we do, we, if if we are righteous, what are we added to Hashem? But still, even at that level, now, now because of Matan Torah. What we do makes a difference, even to Anoichi, even to Hashem's essence, even Hashem's essence is, like, is the God that gets involved in our details and in nature. And that's what the meaning of the continuation of the statement, the first one of the Sersidibris, it says, I am Hashem, your God, and then it continues, he took you out of the land of Egypt. Egypt represents his Shashlus, where there's uh, limited lights of Hashem, and everything. All the spheres are limited into which of the three, uh, the the three uh, sides they're in. Are they from the right, the left, or the center? And and on the Jewish people, though reach beyond to Aaron Save, which doesn't have these different lines. Then the second one of those Sarasadibras is that we shouldn't have another God besides Hashem. And we we are we quoted this uh possible the second Dibra, uh, one of the Dibras before, and we asked uh we asked under what does it mean that we shouldn't have any God besides uh, in front of Hashem. Hashem's everywhere. Um, so the meaning of the meaning of this is not only a, a uh, commandment, but it's also a promise that uh, it, that an assurance that we won't have elikim, meaning we won't have symptom, which is uh, uh, blocking us from uh, Hashem's light. On, on the other hand, uh, within Sadeshashlus, there is symptom. And, and that's the meaning of that, where, where the Pasuk says that Hashem took us out of the, uh, the uh, uh, furnace of, uh, of burning um, iron from Mitzrayim. So the idea is that, his, that he took us out of a, a place where there is limited uh, godly energy and to take us to a place which is now, which is unlimited, which is the, the this is the meaning of in the first one of the Asaras Debris, it says uh, that uh, Hashem took us out from Mitzrayim, from the uh, house of slavery.
because uh, Mitzrayim, because there's the limits and confines, so therefore uh, can extend to even base Avadim into a form of slavery, whereas uh, whereas uh, in spirit, above above Mitzrayim, so then there's just pure revelation of Hashem, and uh, uh, without limits. Okay, final paragraph for today. Vezel Zacher. So now we can go back and expl- uh, explain our question at the beginning of the Maimah. Why was Zacher and Shamer said together? Why was this so important? This idea of Zacher and Shamer is Zacher is masculine and the ideas of Zacher is Hamshacha is bringing down Hashem's light. And this is also called Zachira, uh, remembering, uh, because what, what do you have to remember? You have to, we have to remember something that's far from, us, far from us. If it's right in front of us, then there's nothing to remember. It's right there. Remember represents a light from beyond, something which is far. And then Shamer represents within uh, and close to uh, close to us uh, like uh, for example uh, so it says about Yaakov Aviv Shamar Sadava that Yaakov was uh, waiting for 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 Yosef's dreams to happen so this is about a yearning and anticipation that is his uh, thinking when is it going to happen already so this represents a uh, a bit on and a yearning for Hashem, like it says that uh, like uh, servants before their master, so are we before Hashem, and and our eyes are uh, t- uh, looking up towards Hashem uh, for for help. So either way, Zacha represents uh, a light from beyond. Shama represents. Uh, bittal and uh, connecting to Hashem within this world. Uh, but to have a unification of Zachar and Shamar, the beyond with this world, that is about, that's the idea of saying Zachar and Shamar at the same time. A uh, gilui from Ein Sof, which can connect the beyond with the uh, imminent, with what is close. Uh, and uh, that's something which normally can't happen. But in Matan Torah, there was a revelation of Anochi, Hashem's essence, and that brought together uh, the uh, the uh, uh, light beyond worlds and light within worlds. And that's why Rav Yosef says that if not for this day, if not for, for Shavuos, how many Yosefs would there be in the market? Uh, because without the day of Matan Torah, uh, we wouldn't have this ability that our Torah can connect uh, beyond uh, beyond Hishashalos. Our Torah, without Matan Torah, would just be something nice within Hishashalos, within the regular chain of worlds, but it wouldn't elicit something from totally beyond. And that's the uh, novelty of uh, Matan Torah that gave us uh, the ability to connect, to connect Hashem and bring down from beyond Hishashalos. In short, uh, we began with uh, some uh, with a question about uh, here in the first Asar we, we say Zachar, in the second Asar we say Shamar. 
and we are asked why what was the need for that miracle and then um, more generally uh what does it help to have our neshama present in Torah, um if uh, our body is not there and uh we explain that that, that being present in Torah gives us the ability to connect from beyond Hishashlus and this is something which the neshama was given uh, and some which we have, unlike Malachim, the Malachim don't have this ability. But it, but this uh, special ability and the, which to connect to Hashem as He's beyond worlds is not uh, something that the Neshama does by itself. It does it in a body where it's able to do physical Torah and mitzvahs. And uh, in a body with a Nevshuham, an animal soul, so we connect just like the, the source of the animal soul, the highest connect Adam with Lay Adam, uh, so, so too we connect uh, Hashem's light as, as it is within worlds, Mamale with Hashem's light beyond, which is Savev. And this is the theme of, and the main uh, imp, uh, impact and consequence of Matan Torah, that we're able to connect Hashem as he is beyond. And that's why Matan Torah begins with Anoichi, with uh, saying Hashem, I, Hashem says I, meaning Hashem's essence, is what connects the beyond with the imminent uh, light of Hashem within this world. And that's also the meaning of Zohar and Shammah were both said at the same time. Zohar is the beyond, Shammah is the within, and they were both said to, uh, at the same time, they're both united as one.